0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
1: What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 95 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Emily Scott from Bronze Palms in Campbell, California. She has a great story about her venture so far in the sunless industry in just under three years. She's gone from a mobile-only tech to renting a salon suite to building out her own five-room salon now, a beauty bar as she calls it. So Emily has a lot of great information to share. I've got to know her pretty well here recently. We've spoken a lot about websites and things like that because she's been part of the Happy Tans family and been a Happy Tanner for quite some time. We're thankful and grateful to have her on our platform. She also kind of nerds out like me a little bit into the tech stuff and automations and all these different kind of things you can do to help free up your time and spend more time working on the things you really enjoy or growing your business, networking, all those kind of fun things. So Emily shares some great information. She also has a couple of training programs out, something specifically on marketing your business. I've heard great things about it. I honestly haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot of great feedback from some really good friends of mine as well. So you might want to check that out. I've heard that you can take a lot away from that. But Emily has obviously been on the fast track here in the past couple of years. She's really dialed in focused. She knows her numbers and all these different kinds of things. And I think all that comes in to show that she really has a caring and an understanding and she's helping to build that business just with all the time and effort that she puts into it. So Emily, thank you so much for sharing your story, spending some time on the podcast. Hope everybody can take stuff away from this. We'll link to all of your social media and the trainings below so people can check those out if they're interested. And thanks again for sharing your story. And as always, the Happy Tans Podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans Website Builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only will your website look beautiful, it's easy to use, it's easy to find online. Yes, we build in SEO or search engine optimization. We help you get found in your local area with the research and implementation that we do for you on behalf of Happy Tans, we take care of all that stuff for you. Not only that, we get a ton of compliments about how easy the sites are to use, how much their potential clients really love to navigate the websites and view the websites and how they stand out in the crowd because of our website. So Emily is one person who's been on the platform for some time. She talks about that in the interview as well. So I hope you find that helpful. If you have any questions, you can always find me, Grant, at happytans.com. If you want a website, come check it out. Happytans.com. Click on the create your website. Button, you can learn more there. You can actually see Emily. She's one of our case studies featured on there as well. If you have any questions, like I said, feel free to reach out, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. Hope you have a great day and happy tanning. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Tans podcast. On today's episode, we have Emily Scott from Bronze Palms in Campbell, California. How are you doing today, Emily?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm good. Good. If I could stumble through the entry there, I'd be all right. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to leave that in there so everybody knows. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to open up the floor for a minute, Emily. For those that don't know you, give us a little backstory about your Sunless adventure uh, so far and uh, your your business, how long you've been in it and anything else you want to share with our listeners.
0: Sure. Sure. So, um, about 10 years ago or so I started, you know, personally going out and getting spray tans, um, naturally pretty pale. I don't tan very easily. And, uh, um, when I turned 16, my mom was in the process of getting like chunks of her skin removed from skin cancer. And meanwhile, I was like at Zuma beach, like rotisserie chickening the heck out of my skin. And, um, you know, I, I quickly learned that like that was ultimately going to be my fate as well. So, started skipping the tanning beds, skipped the beach and did just decided that I was going to, you know, just get spray tans to, you know, feel my best. Right. And then, um, fast forward, I moved up to the Bay area and I started my career in advertising and marketing. I worked on the brand side. And then, um, ultimately in my last few years, I was working for small businesses, um, at an ad agency. And then, um, decided that I was going to transition into owning my own business and I uh, was mobile, a mobile spray tanner. I had a temporary home studio. Um, and then uh, now I'm in a salon suite while I'm building out a five room, like larger five room, more beauty bar, or beauty salon um, out here in Campbell. Oh,
1: that's awesome. Uh, so how, how long ago did you start the mobile business?
0: Um, the mobile business I started in November of 2019.
1: Wow. Pretty new still.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's been a lot of growth, taken a lot of risks. Um, Some things have worked, not all things have, but you know how it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, speaking of that, I like to talk about the kind of the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur, owning your own business, the ups and downs, highs and lows, we all been through that. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like to touch on a couple moments. First one being the worst moment so far in your business, and then we'll end it on a happy note talk about the best moment so far. So if you want to share those stories, that'd be great.
0: Sure. Um, probably the worst moment has probably, maybe, can I talk about like my worst decision?
1: Yeah, sure. It's,
0: oh man, it's been a few days, <laughs> <laughs> few days with, I'm dealing with that one. Um, but uh, I would say my worst decision was um, building a salon versus renting out a pre-existing space. Um, because like had, had I have known or had I educated myself on the different options I had, Um, When I went to go make this transition and grow into like a larger space, um, I would have realized that I had three options. One was to build out the entire space. Um, The second one was to rent out a space that was already permitted as a tanning salon or a beauty salon. And then, or the third option would have been to Rent out a space that already had the rooms built out inside the unit, and then I would just have to re-permit so that I could effectively operate. Right? Yeah. Um, what I'm doing right now is building. Like I leased out a unit that was a pre-existing dance studio, so it was one giant room, a thousand square feet that I now have broken up into like six individual rooms, mm-hmm. and. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Like (laughs) I have learned a lot about this build, about like construction, about permitting, working with the city, um, how contractors work, like the inflation with supplies has been really eye-opening. So all that stuff is great. And like, I feel very confident about speaking about like this construction because I have been so involved. Um, But if I could rewind the clock, I would have um, I would have rented out a space that already had the rooms um, completely built out or permits already set, and then I had to build within that. If that makes yeah.
1: sense, yeah, makes complete sense. So anybody that. I feel like, you know, the dream scenario is kind of building your own space, by building your own home, all these different situations until you go through that process. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have somebody to handle all of it, which most of us aren't fortunate enough to do. That sounds like it's like quite the process. And I've been, I've helped a friend with a house and he had to go through the process of redoing stuff. And it's, it was quite a, quite a lot of work, just in a residential. So I can imagine commercial, more permits, more, you know, all the electrical plumbing, et cetera, et cetera. It's gotta be a lot to, to understand and, and, to, and to, take care of and the patients and all that stuff that comes along with that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of accessibility requirements in California Mm -hmm. as well. And um, they change every three years. So you also have to like be up to date on what like the new laws are and your contractors be with that. And the architect has to know that. So it's been um, like, I've learned a lot through this process. um, And uh, you're also on everybody else's time because I don't know how to frame a room. You know, I'm right. not an electrician, right. so um, and I can't get behind the desk with the city and pass my permit. So um, I've definitely learned a lot. Um, if I could go back and, you know, find a different uh, choose a different option, I I likely would have, even though it's an investment either way. Right. Sure. This one was just a larger investment of the business's time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Is is this something that uh, like, are you past where you were supposed to be open? I'm curious because most people that open something like this are usually delayed to some extent.
0: Yeah. So, um, it's January 10th, 2022. We were supposed to open October 31st, 2021.
1: Wow. It's still not done. No, okay.
0: it's
1: not. Is there an mm-hmm. end in, is there an end in sight?
0: Um, you know, we're just going to see how this goes <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like I've put so many dates out there that sure. I'm like, I don't know. I yeah. feel like I'm jinxing myself or like I, <laughs> sure. so I I'm, I'm thinking that the end of January, beginning of February is when I'm going to be able to be open. Um, and I mean, everything looks good. You know, we passed our first of three permits the other day. So, and everybody's working um, everything just takes time, you know,
1: it Does, like you said, the supply issue, all that stuff, everybody's schedules have to coordinate. All these guys are probably, I'm assuming that like, I know most of the guys in the construction or contracting industry are slammed right now. Right. Um, uh, and inflation yeah. and the cost and that, can they get this part? Can they not get this part? You know, we had a playground getting built in our neighborhood for the kids and it took an extra like four months, literally to get the screws off of the uh, ship <laughs> that came in, that was in the port that they couldn't get it off. Right. So it was like, Crazy stuff going on, so yeah, it's it, you like you said, you're on other people's schedules, so it's like, what can you do?
0: exactly, you do? <laughs> yeah, you don't really have any options, yeah. and by the time I figured out i had i I could explore other options, I was already ten thousand dollars into permits, Wow, like how can you turn around from that?
1: yeah, yeah, no. Well, you know what? It's all going to work out at the end of the day. We know that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be my greatest accomplishment once it's done because I'm going to have the space for a long time and it's completely customized to how I want it to look. We have this like cool little storage unit off to the side that runs from basically the lobby all the way to the back of the salon. And that's where I can put all my wholesale stuff, extra supplies, like inventory, merch, retail solutions, cleaning supplies. And it's like a five foot wide room that's rectangular and goes all the way to the back. And that's where like, we're going to have those little shelves that go up against the wall and go all the way up to the ceiling basically. So you can really make it whatever you want. Um, you build from, from the ground up like we're doing.
1: Yeah. And that's perfect. That way everything's off the floor. I have to stuff it under shelves and (laughs) everything. Yeah.
0: And you know, like I, then I don't need to um, have one room where I just have all my supplies and all my storage, you know, like the, I have five rooms, the plans to rent out two of them just to get started. Cause I'm not going to be utilizing all five rooms at once. So I have three of the rooms filled right now. And then two of the rooms I'm going to rent out and um, whichever service ends up being um, more popular, more like busier um, than the fourth and fifth rooms are going to be taken over by, um, you know, my pre-existing services.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. We'll talk a little bit more about your services here uh, in a few minutes. What is a uh, on the flip side of that? The worst, I guess, decision. What's been the best uh, decision or moment so far in your business?
0: Uh, best decision, best moment. Um, um, there's been a lot. I mean, um. You know, I was doing a lot of collaborations with other businesses, and I feel like those have been, I think those have been the best moments for me, just in terms of like, you know, collaborating with other businesses is so much fun. We put on a huge bridal shoot. Um, I think there were like anywhere from, I think there were about 15 vendors that went in on this bridal shoot that I had organized with another hairstyle, with a hairstylist out here. Um, We went up to San Francisco um, at this old park where I used to run to when I lived up in the city totally desolate. We started hair and makeup at like three 30 in the morning. Um, my husband and I were the models for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had, you know, the wedding dresses, the florist, the, um, the tux, um, a ton of, a few photographers hair and makeup. Um, it ended up being just like such a fun day. And I still connect with those, um, uh, the boutiques that I work with um, probably monthly. I mean, we send referrals back and forth to each other, um, and then getting all the behind the scenes and all the final photos and the way that the photographers, um, capture the different, um, like they all put their own unique spin on these photos is really incredible. And then, um, it really helps to build our businesses because you're basically getting in like you're getting your content in front of everyone else's audience, like the florist's audience, the hairstylist, the makeup artists, you know, like we're all basically kind of trading clients at this point when we're doing these large collaborations like this. And on top of it, you know, my husband and I get all these um, photos as if we had a wedding.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's a good, good trade off there. I think a lot of people miss out on the collaborations. I don't know if it's a just, not seeing the opportunities or worry that, you know, oh, if we do this, they're going to see that I make money spray tanning and they're going to take my client. Right. You know, who knows what goes Mm -hmm. through people's mind, but I think collaborations are a huge opportunity. Like you said, past clients back and forth and those kind of things. It's great. And obviously it's going to pay dividends for years to come because all these people are going to want to grow their business and you're going to keep trading referrals.
0: Yeah. And we publish some of these photos ultimately, or put them in um, the local, um, wedding books that um, women get after they purchase, after they say yes to the dress. And oh, yeah. um, it's there. It's presented like a lot of really great opportunities since then, because we have these high quality professional photos.
1: Sure. So do you make a big, uh, is it a large part of your market in the wedding industry?
0: Um, I want it to be more. So that's why I'm doing um, more of these bridal shoots um, to get to get in front of that market more. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's a great market to be in. And like, you're obviously connected with all the people, right. And you got all, you're hitting all the different angles, all the different people that could come in contact with those brides and grooms before they know about you. So you're going to hit, you know, you're going to get them from all angles, which is perfect.
0: Totally. And, you know, um, I, I don't really see collaborations happening so much and it's surprising to me that it's the same two or three people in every industry that, either like put on the collaborations or are constantly joining into collaborations like there's a couple florists that are in every collaboration you see there's a couple Mm -hmm. um, hairstylists who are in many of the collaborations out here in the Bay Area like and the photographers are there's like five or six of them that are in every collaboration that like it's it's just surprising to me that like there aren't more people jumping in on the bandwagon for collaborations um and now when i do collaborations it's the same few people that i've worked with oh like on small collaborations and these larger ones that we put on too it's all the same people which is really fun
1: yeah That's cool. Yeah. People are just probably missing the boat. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where it's a, it's a win, 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 you know, however many times you want to slice it, it's going to be wins for everybody, right? You're not asking anything and not giving something in return. So it's almost a no
0: brainer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so it is like everybody trades for content ultimately. Right. Um, but you know, at the same point, like you got to get over the, I have to give up a day of work. Um, I have to contribute. I have, and nobody's flakier than free. (laughs) <laughs> which is the toughest part, you know, yeah, like, yeah. um, especially like when you're trying to just get a model into something, um, it's always like a last minute can't make it. So that's why, um, after trying to do three or four of these, um, I just decided that me and my husband were just going to be the models for it um, <laughs> because we have, we have skin in the game. I'm putting it on. I'm yeah, the tanner here. So, um, it ended up being amazing, but, um, sometimes that's just what you got to do.
1: Yeah, that is, yeah, that, that is challenging free. Yeah. Free models. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had that experience as well. So it can be challenging. Make sure you have a fallback always. I'm sure there's, you can dig, dig down and find somebody, if not yourself, obviously somebody related or close to you that you could use. So that'd be totally. helpful for them. Um, uh, do you remember how you got your first paying client back when you started the mobile tanning? Business? Yes.
0: So, um, when I first started mobile, I started my business and I was like, I'm going to reach out to all the local spas in the area, reach out to the spas, the aestheticians, makeup artists, um, and kind of like all those like aestheticians, waxers that are local to me. So I probably sent out close to 200 emails saying like, Hey, I'm Emily Scott. You know, I started bronze palms, like not too long ago, I'm certified. All my stuff is like licensed and insured. I guarantee that you're never going to be orange, sticky, or smelly after your appointment. Um, and, um, I'd love to help support you in your blank business, right? Waxing hairstylist, makeup, whatever. Um, like I, how, um, uh, what do you think? Like, could we pass referrals back and forth? Um, do you like want to work together on a greater capacity? Do you want to collaborate on social media online? Like, what do you think? Like, how can I support your business? So I, out of the 200, I sent, I probably got like anywhere from 10 to 15 replies, which, you know, on a conversion ratio, like bad. that ain't bad. That's not that bad, bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Like that all day. <laughs> okay. So, um, but then, um, I, I ended up getting a booking from one of the spas as a referral. So like um, the esthetician had referred one of her clients to me and I still see her to this day. Wow. Probably like every couple of weeks.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Customer lifetime value. People don't. That's right. That.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, the, so basically customer lifetime value, I put in, you know, the 20 minutes figuring out what my, uh, messaging was going to be. Um, and then it took me probably maybe eight hours to source all these 200, Ended up being like 250 emails, but then, you know, 50 of them bounced or weren't real sure. or whatever. Um, and then, um, so it was really just an investment of my time, which is what I recommend to most people, put your investment of your time into it. And then if you want more time freedom, put it on a sheet, outsource it and pay someone ah, else to do it, you know? Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I, I think this is great advice for those starting out. I was going to say, if you don't have time, maybe you're busy, uh, your kids, whatever, other job, something like that you can go to something like Fiverr, dot You can source them, but probably like $20 maybe $5 an hour, they'll spend eight hours, right? You spend your 40 bucks and get this list that Emily spent her own time to create. But if you have the time, go through there, but most people aren't going to do this. And, like you said, writing the email, you might take some time to do that. Just make sure when you're doing that and send it out that there's something in it for them, right? Everybody's inherently selfish to some extent. So me reaching out and asking Emily for something with nothing in return doesn't benefit her as much as if I said, I'll also put your business out in front of X amount of people or whatever it may be. So mm-hmm.
0: that's great, cards or Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
1: There has to be some yeah. something, to, something to give back. But I don't think a lot of people put in that initial foot, you know, a sweat equity, I guess I should call it to do that or email out those people. And, and some people may have been in business for years and still not have done that and still have an opportunity to do that. So consider that when you have downtime, create something, a little email, change out the name, the business, et cetera. Maybe even make a Hey video that you can send them on your website or something like that and see what you can do to collaborate with people there locally. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome I mean,
0: thing. even meeting up with people and just getting coffee for like 20 or 30 minutes and chatting about like, I mean, you're the framework for all of your recordings, right? Like what is the, the, the toughest thing you've encountered in your business? What's the best thing that's happened? Um, you know, what would you go back and tell yourself in the future? Like in, if you were to just restart all over again, as like a fresh, new, whatever business owner, like, um, I feel like that people, like people love to see personality in other people, it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily about your service. Like it's a perk that your service is great it's really who you are as a person that's going to attract business
1: right right very true very true those are very true words that you know speaks volumes when it's somebody that you can tell is uh, caring and passionate and and, and is a good e- easy to talk to all those things right people want to refer mm-hmm. obviously emily's you know easy to talk to she's well spoken i'm going to refer people to her obviously because of all these things right versus this other person down the street, I've never heard of. I just found their website and they do spray tanning, but I'd much rather give that business to Emily. So that's, that's a good way to kind of stand out. Like you said, it could just be a natural conversation, genuinely wanting to learn more about the people, obviously. And at the end of the day, there's probably some trade-off there you guys can do. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: that'll work for everybody. So for you and as your business has changed, so when you started mobile, it was on the side, right? You were still working the, in the ad agency or the, the working mm-hmm. with the small businesses,
0: um, mm-hmm. So you're doing the side was, hustle yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. As most people do. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is I, a great, yeah. go ahead. Um it's it, it was, it was great. You know, like I am not um, averse to, you know, working long hours. I I've worked since I was young and I had multiple jobs at the same time and I've been working full time since I was like 16. And I, I love working and the service industry is where I really thrived. Um, the one issue that I had with, you know, working some of the part-time jobs that I did work was that, you know, there was no upward mobility. So, um, I decided that my first year in business and as a spray tanner, I was going to, you know, continue to work, um, my corporate job, um, make enough money for like, to be able to, you know, support my life and, um, invest a little bit into the business and then um, really just figure out how I was going to make spray tanning and running my own business work because um, even though I'd work at worked at ad agencies you really get to know some of these small businesses. so you I was able to kind of pick up on some of the the constants that were that I was seeing across all business owners whether they were like a a Thai company or a food company, a cocktail company. Um, We had like some cannabis companies in there um, also, but also like tech and corporate sales that we worked on. And there were a few like constants in every, um, in every business, the ones that thrived and the ones that didn't like you, you can very easily see why. And I just tried to take those patterns that I was noticing and try to implement them into my own business, which was really hard to do. I mean, um, investments can be scary at the beginning, but um, everything is a risk at first, you know. And yeah, um, uh, so I I decided I was just going to be done in September of 2020 with my corporate job. Um, I was tired. I had I was working almost every single night, um, spray tanning, and then weekend spray tanning. And I continued to work those seven days a week until maybe Aug. Uh, no. Probably November wow. of twenty twenty one. So, and then I I dropped down to um, six days a week, and um, yeah, I've been at six days a week since. And the business has done really well. The summer is the best time of year for me. Um, from like May to September is really where uh, my busy season is. It's been um, it, it's been great. This doing this full time has been like the best decision I made.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big leap of faith. And I think you did it the smart way. I, I did that. personally with my business as well. It was like a slow thing till I made sure maybe it would have been better just to jump. I don't know. For me, I needed that support. Cause I had never done. It sounds like you're maybe in a similar boat, but something to support your you know lifestyle. Like you said, so you don't just have to, um, you know, take, take that leap without having some kind of um, support there and not be uh, not make you know, bad decisions because that's the only decision to make versus there's no fallback there to kind of guide you through that process. So you spoke about the different patterns of of these businesses, and that's an interesting take because I've worked in a number of industries um, and and seeing that, you know, from the website side, because that's where We specialize is like there's so many. It doesn't matter what industry. You know, I talked to people that are therapists, I talked to contractors, I talked to spray tanners, and underlying business issues are consistent. It's like, you know, people aren't taught how to actually run a business. So you have to look at that. I'm curious if any of those patterns that you could share that you saw working with those small businesses at the ad agency.
0: Yeah, um two of the biggest um, patterns that I was seeing is um, one was consistency, the fail to the failure to be not be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one was to invest. So um, I'll go into both of them. One, consistency. If you are going to boost Instagram ads, for example, you can't just boost an Instagram ad for three days and expect to get this like whirlwind of followers engagement mm-hmm. and then like, that's it. Your Instagram is thriving. Like it doesn't work like that. You really do have to, if you're going to boost posts, like make sure it's targeted and make sure all your, um, like everything that you can fill out within the Instagram ad that you're creating is filled out and then boost it for two weeks. And that doesn't sound like fun because the minimum you can boost, I think is like maybe $5 a day, $5 a day, but Um, so five times 14, you know, that's your investment, but if you aren't going to do things consistently, you have to find a different way to do them because the results aren't going to be, um, you're not going to see growth from the things that you don't do consistently. It's not like you only do it once. And, um, the second one was investing. So if you are having a hard time, If you're having a hard time figuring out a problem, um, the people, the businesses who go toward either like a competitor in like a different area, a competitor in a different space who does it well, and then say, Hey, can we chat for 30 minutes? Or, Hey, can I book a mentorship call with you for an hour and you can teach me like how this works? Or can I like, can we go get lunch? And I have a couple questions for you. Like the people who are the businesses who are willing to invest in education are the ones who can, who get ahead and, you know, everything, everything's an investment. It's an investment of your time or, or an investment of your resources, you know? And, um, I try to encourage everybody to look at the return on your investment. Look at, look at your ROI before you put, um, before you just say, Oh wait, that's going to cost me so much. It's like, okay, it's a hundred dollars for that call, but you're going to make so much money. For example, when I started, it was probably three or four months in, I was going back and forth. Do I want to sell retail? Is that really going to be lucrative for me? What is my profit? Well, I'm only making $4 on mitts. Like, is that really, is that really what's going to put me ahead here? You know, and I, all the self doubt that you kind of put on yourself, you try to talk yourself out of, you know, taking that next step in business. Um, there's pros and cons to to growth, right? Yeah. And um so I took a call with Jenna over at TLS Tans and she totally changed the way my business is running right now. And um I spent $100 with her on a 60-minute call and she basically encouraged me to start with retail, get merch, um, purchase, you know, prep and aftercare products for my clients and now my retail covers my overhead. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's it, like, I, I, I really do encourage everybody to be consistent and invest where you can. I mean, even I, a lot of us, I feel like transition from corporate careers into owning our own business because we're excited to not have a boss and have time freedom, but <laughs> you're not having time freedom. If you're spending five hours watching YouTube videos, um, getting, um, either outdated or unrelated information um, when you could just spend 30 or 40 minutes with someone who's already done it.
1: Right. Yeah. So true. Those are great points. Consistency and invest. I think consistency, a lot of people miss out on that across the board with, uh, with marketing. It's one of the things we see with marketing and small businesses. It's not consistent on social media. They're not consistent posting, uh, not consistent using the same colors, fonts, all these different things, right? You can take that across many different, uh, avenues of the business. And also, uh, like you said, I mean, the consistency to, to try something, right? I send out one email and I say email marketing doesn't work, right? So uh, right. I, I can yeah. liken it to my own, you know, to the podcast. We started back in 2016, the first episode. I don't remember how many episodes in the first few months. I'm sure it was like a hundred, maybe. Now we're, you know, 1,500, 2,000 plus listens per episode, but that wouldn't have happened without all the, you know, five years later, that's how it is. Starting out didn't work that way, but I was consistent Um, and obviously the guests, obviously, get most of the credit, but still it's consistent to do that. Um, and then investing, you know, one one way we frame our website services is as an investment, not not just a cost, because it, it is an investment. It is something that's going to get you an ROI if it's used properly um, and things like that. And a lot of things in business, like you said, invest in a coach, invest in a mentor, pay the $100 for an hour for somebody that's where you want to be, or that's ahead of where you are, because you can learn something from everybody, even if they're not, maybe they're Businesses, quote unquote, smaller than yours, but they're the best retail person that you know of, right? Still worth the investment for that call because they could change your business, like like Jenna did for you. So that's those are great points and things that everybody should take into consideration when they're any place that they are in their business.
0: Totally, and you know, back to what you were saying about the investment for like a website, right? You know, if if you're just looking for um, like to just have a website live that is just kind of like the billboard for your, um, for your business, like that's not really enough anymore because you need to have an SEO friendly website where if someone is searching for you, they find you. I mean, that's really the whole point. I mean, websites are great for, you know, credibility, but if people can't find you, you're basically, you're like foot foot traffic is dead. You know what I mean? So, um, as somebody who has helped build websites on, you know, WordPress and Wix and Squarespace and, um, Shopify, uh, what is that? Woo? Not, it's not WooCommerce. Um,
1: believe <laughs> Who knows?
0: Yeah. You know, oh. and, um, what you'll notice is that when you go to invest in a website through one of those businesses, it's like, it's piecemeal. You get, you basically just get the website and then you have to pay for the SEO hosting. And then you don't have, and then it's, it's all like backend, end coding once you want to design and create the theme for the website so you have to learn like html yeah and i mean like as uh somebody who is a proud myspace html coder there this is go. a breeze for me but <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm totally kidding i mean i was so frustrated trying to get some of these wordpress websites and then you end up invite uh, you end up having to hire a um a Uh, a person who actually specializes as like a website programmer or a website builder to then pay for them to create your business and like get this website up and running. So how much are you really saving? I mean, it's so frustrating having to work with Like another person, like we said, like you're on somebody else's time when you hire them, right? And it's not always perfect. Some things sound really good when you send directions over to people. And then when it comes back, you're like, I don't love it. Um, But that's really why I like Happy Tans because it's a drag and drop builder. I can like change the colors to whatever I want move text around, add photos where I want, um, sync up like my Instagram feed into there. Um, I can drop reviews in. it's, and I have my contact form, which goes right back to my, um, right back to my phone. And Grant, I've worked with you so much over these last (laughs) couple of years with my website. And, um, I don't get, you don't get that kind of customer service really anywhere when you, you guys have like, the Nordstrom of websites, customer <laughs> service. Um, so I, I, the the investment is worth it. And your guys' website is really not that expensive because it comes with everything that you would purchase otherwise. Right.
1: Well, thanks. I didn't mean to turn this into a happy dance <laughs> advertisement. I did. No, I well, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, uh, for us, you know, we're always focused on it. Like certainly, like you said, you go to Wix or Squarespace, you buy one, even get a free one, right? And it has a little banner that says made with Wix. First off, that's not professional. Second of all, second off, most people treat it as like an online business card, which it doesn't need to be. It needs to be a tool or something that actually works for you. Right. You know, I tell people have you know, 24-7, 365. It's, it's your receptionist that never sleeps. Right. So that's always there for you always generating leads, hopefully. So, you know, that's, that's one thing we always focus on. So I appreciate the kind words and it's always been great supporting you. You've definitely asked a lot of questions, but that's what we're here for. I love seeing people that are involved and have their hands on because they see the value, you know, of that, um, working with it. So, and you're definitely not going to get that level level of customer service. I can guarantee anywhere else, because that's just one of the things we do uh, try to do differently. So, um, I want to talk about something that you would say in the past couple of years has set your business up for success. If you had to pinpoint one specific thing that, that you've done well in your business, that's helped propel your business forward, what would you say that number one thing is to, to the growth of your business?
0: Asking for reviews. Love it. Love for it. sure. Asking for reviews. Um, so um, I've automated it since, but um, when you know people get their prep instructions from me as soon as they book... They come in for their appointment and I'm a nice person and then they leave and I say, (laughs) thank you for coming by. And then, um, 48 hours later, I reach out to them and say, and ask them like what they think of their tan. And when they tell me they love it, um, I say something along the lines of like, would you mind copy? I say like, thanks so much. I'm glad you love it. Um, would you mind copy and pasting that into um, a review on my Google on like as a review on Google. Mm -hmm. And then I send them the link with it. And I just say, thanks in advance for considering. Right. Because I don't want people to be what I've tested is that, um, saying copy and paste, makes it sound like it's super simple, um, to do like, Oh, I don't need to like sit down and find a time tonight after work to like, like write this all out, you know? (laughs) And second thing is like, including the link because, when people say like, when you ask them the question, you have to wait for them to reply. And then they have to wait for your reply in order to write it. So you kind of decrease the uh, like-
1: Likelihood, yeah.
0: Exactly, the likelihood of them ultimately writing it because had you have sent it when they said, yeah, like when they said, oh my gosh, I love how I look, they probably would have just done it right then and there. So that's what I found. And um, Google reviews are a great source of SEO.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I I pulled yours up. So you got about 60 reviews. You're at ranked at the top there, not only your website, but also in Google business, which they go hand in hand, but they, you know, work independently, but they also support each other. So it's good to see that. I think, you know, I still speak to people that are starting out or even have been running their business and don't have the Google business. It's free. Go set it up, start getting reviews today, send it out to friends and family you've spray tanned or anybody, you know, that'll leave a positive review. Hopefully um, that's everybody, but obviously I always ask for an honest review. Don't Ask for a five star review. Um, and I think it's, you know, like you said, what, what else can you do to make it easier for people? Because at the end of the day, you're asking people to take their time for something that's not really benefiting them. So, how can you make that easy? Hey, copy and paste it. It'll take, you know, 20 seconds or something like that.
0: Totally. Um,
1: yeah. So, the reviews are huge. They're never going to go away. I think um, doing them on Google, if somebody asks me, I always say, go to Google first. You can certainly get them on Facebook. You can get them on Yelp, which they hide a lot. Obviously, you can get them on your scheduling software. But at the end of the day, if you want to leave that, you know, uh, whatever you're at, Schedulicity or Gloss Genius or Vigara or anything like that, your reviews are stuck there. You can't move them. So I always say put them on Google and Google's always going to favor their own properties over everybody else's, right? So people are going to Google to search for the services and they're finding obviously Emily, if they're looking in Campbell, California or something like that. So extremely important to do that. Um, what, what, uh, what type of equipment and uh, solution do you use?
0: Um, so I use the, um, Apollo, I have the maxi, the the big chunky guy. Um, I've had him since I, um, uh, started and got certified with Aviva Um, So I use Aviva Lab Solutions. I only offer rapid developing solutions. Um, So I use um, the solution types that I use are Hollywood, Honolulu, and then I use their Silk um, Cool Chocolate. Um, I've um, invested in some of the, um, what are their, I can't think of their names. Um, I've invested in one more type of solution. If I remember it, I'll bring it up again, but, (laughs) um, I, I just got it in the mail yesterday, but, um, (laughs) so I'm looking forward to trying those out. Um, and what else do I use?
1: What about retail?
0: Oh, in terms of retail. Um, so I sell a face mist recipe, um, that women can create. So I stock those as well, but, um, I created the face mist recipe just to kind of, um, like, uh, minimize the, uh, or increase the accessibility to retail. So in I know the biggest thing is, you know, we don't want to invest in retail. Um, this way you can make it at a low cost, but the con of that is that you have to spend time making it, right? Sure. Um, they come out to like a dollar to make and I sell them for 10. So face mist, I have those. Um, I white label a lotion um, from a woman out in Baccaville. Um, I purchased it, I purchased it off Etsy and then I just print the labels, but I've used melted soapery a lot and I really, really like their stuff too. Um, I have exfoliator mitts and, um, I got sweatshirts made, um, with a screen printer up the street so oh, that I cool. have some walking billboards out here in Campbell. There
1: you go. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's good. I haven't heard of, uh, you know, of Viva labs in a while. It's uh, been, they've been around for a long time for sure but uh, I know they have yeah, good products too. So mm-hmm. that's good to hear that. Did you go through, you said you were certified because I remember you, when you were sent out the emails, you said that, who's your initial training or certification through?
0: It was through Aviva Labs.
1: Okay, and that was it? That's the only one you did?
0: Um, I went through a spray tan class and I did Nuda as well.
1: Okay. Awesome. So getting a good, uh, good variety of trainings there. So yeah. never, never stop investing. right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and I love Nuda's branding. So I was like, well, maybe I can take a thing or two. Yeah. Two. They do yeah. have
1: great. They have great branding. Yeah. One of the best yeah. I've seen for sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, and now you, do you offer your own? I know you do some kind of trainings online, so I'll give you a minute to talk about that. Um, you have an Etsy store and a couple other things. So let me open up the floor. Feel free to share whatever you want about those. Do you do trainings or what, what do you specialize in?
0: I do. Yeah. So I do in-person training. Um, I don't do um, online spray tan training, but I do do in-person here. Um, and then I have my Etsy store where I sell digital, um, templates and guides. So everything from like, um, an Instagram flow that you don't have to think up. Um, I have like captions in there, um, that people can just like basically white label purchase and kind of recreate of their own. Right. Um, prep instructions, aftercare instructions, um, I created a legal business structure guide that basically like, if you're starting your business, this is how to like get legit, um, everything from like your EIN to how to file taxes and, um, where you can be saving money in order to, you know, for tax write offs and things like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, basically, how to make your business like a legit entity when you go to file.
1: Love it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I feel like that's so lucrative. I was like, where is this? I can't find it anywhere. So I made it.
1: Yeah. Um, that's good. And then,
0: that's uh, good. so I have that. And then I created um, a couple courses um, on Think So I created a, um, a collaboration. Um, course. And then my most popular one is my multi-channel marketing course. So it goes over how to grow your following on Instagram, how to attract clients on Instagram um, using how to find local hashtags in your area, because hashtag spray tan artist actually like doesn't get you any clients. It just attracts people who are also spray tan artists (laughs) on your page. Um, And then uh, how to advertise across Google and Yelp um, to boost SEO and then, how to reengage with clients um, via email. So, that's all one course. It's pretty meaty. Um, it's advanced. Um, it's the exact formula I use to grow my current business um, and really keep those bookings coming in, even when it's slow.
1: Yeah, that's great. And you also have an awesome automation tool course there, or, or I guess Etsy thing as well, right?
0: I do. Yeah. So that automation is what I was talking about a little bit earlier. How basically, like, you never have to sit down on a Monday morning and send your um, preparation texts for the week ever again. Yeah. Um, I used to do that. And I am told myself that I wanted to capitalize on time freedom. So, what's one thing I can op- automate? Because I'm sending literally the same text over and over again. So, um, setting out these. Prep text, uh, that template's in there, um, in addition to the thank you text and the follow up text that's a couple of days later. So, that automation tool, that automation download is on my Etsy too.
1: Yeah, I love automation stuff. We're trying to figure out how to build some stuff into Happy Tense to help, auto- you know, anything we do can, that can save time and help people and still give them what they need, right? Your, your text and everything are automated, but they still are completely helpful with what they're providing and asking for and everything. So, whatever you can do to automate stuff is extremely helpful, saves time. For
0: sure. Maybe Happy Tans should to totally do it. Like you guys have the <laughs> platform for it. I'm just like weirdly techie and you guys, <laughs> you guys are the pros. You guys uh, well, yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like you're pretty pro at it. I'd have to break a lot of stuff to make that work. That's for sure. <laughs> well, Emily, before I ask the last question, I want to thank you for your time. It's been great to, to get to know you. Obviously we connected uh, just a couple of weeks ago a- after all of our exchanges and the support support uh, email. It's been great to, to put a, a, a face and a, a voice to the, the emails back and forth. It's always nice to connect with people that support us because we help to support you as well. Um, but thank you for your time and for sharing anything. If anybody has uh, questions before I ask the last question, what's the best place uh, for them to reach out to you?
0: Um, over on Instagram is great at Bronze Palms Tanning. It's probably going to change to Bronze Palms in the next couple of weeks. Once this beauty bar, whatever, whatever <laughs> I'm going to call it, it's going to ultimately be called. But um, Bronze Palms, um, and then I'm I'm also. Uh, via email, bronzepalms at gmail.com. That's B R O N Z E P A L M S at gmail.com. Yeah, no um, and yeah, thank you so much, Grant. Like it's, it's been so fun chatting with you and, um, you've been so helpful and such a lucrative part of, of my growing business.
1: Sure. Well, it's our pleasure. We're here to support you. Like you said, definitely. And check out Emily's uh, website, bronze bronzepalms.com. Um, and the last question for you, Emily, is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say?
0: Um, I would tell myself to figure out how to not be so freaking distracted. <laughs> Honestly, it's like a cancer for business. I like, you know, our phones, they're so efficient because we use them for like literally everything, you know, calling friends and family, entertaining across social media apps, like working on stuff and getting back to clients, booking, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I find that like my phone is my biggest time waste. So um, I mean, I feel like we can all relate, like you go on your phone to do something work related, and then 25 minutes later, like you don't know what just happened. And um, so now I I kind of I only make it so that my phone is work related. I mean, if a family member calls me, of course, like I'm there, but um I I don't go on Instagram to just scroll anymore. I had to delete TikTok because I couldn't do it. Um yeah. And, uh, so I, am only on Instagram for business related stuff. Um, and I'm only on my phone to reply back to, um, reply to back to clients. Um, that's the only way I can really do it. I mean, I love it. um, my girlfriends know to call me and same with my family. <laughs> um, and then outside of that, it's just answering business calls on my phone, but, um, that's and finding entertainment that's not on your phone can be exceptionally challenging as well. But yeah, I would tell myself to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's a great, that's a great thing. This actually, I'm going to recommend a book that I have not personally read. My dad's actually reading it and I've heard a lot of things about it. It's called The One Thing. um, And it's about basically, uh, it's essentially around focusing on stuff, right? So, I mean, everybody says they multitask and all these things, but it's proven obviously that nobody can multitask. It's humanly impossible, but they, I think they call it uh, task switching or something like that, where you're actually just bouncing back and forth and you're literally exhausting yourself and your brain and wasting your energy, um, which is what everybody basically does nowadays. Thanks to technology and yeah. the, fact, the fact that we can open 200 tabs and also have our phone and our tablet and our other screen. Right. So, but I think that, you know, if you can find a way, like you're saying, just to focus in and, and utilize your energy on the right things you'd be f- much further ahead. I-, I can relate to that right now. I tell myself every day to get better about it. It's super challenging, but if you can figure that out, it's it'll move move mountains for you. <laughs> That's for sure.
0: <laughs> I 100% agree. I'm going to get this book, The One Thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much, Emily. It was great to chat with you. I look forward to sharing this and following your uh, beauty bar. Well, hopefully it's open by the time this comes out um, and we'll, we'll want to see, continue to watch you grow in the industry. So thanks so much for your time and your expertise.
0: Thanks so much, Grant. Again, I really appreciate the opportunity and the time. And I've been listening to Happy Tans since pre-Bronze Palm. So
1: (laughs) I really appreciate
0: it. You give great insight. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. I appreciate your time. Happy tanning.
0: Thanks.